0: How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to You Don't Know Ball. I'm here in the studio with Hunter. We just made it back from Kansas City recently and it was tons of fun down at the draft. Now, here today, I'm gonna be grading the draft picks by division. We're gonna start off here with the NFC East, which means I gotta start with the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, they stay killing the drafts. So there's just no two ways around it. Howie Roseman, masterclass. Mean Hunter, we're saying, I think it's about time y'all build Howie a statue out front, because this is just getting out of hand. Quick overview of the hall. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Tyler Steen, Sidney Brown, Keely Ringo, Tanner McKee, Mora Ojomo. All right, now time out here, guys. They literally are just taking players from the best defense in college football history, bringing them over. Some of the highest performing guys. I'm just not understanding how everyone else is cool letting them slide. So with all that said, I mean, I have no choice. The Eagles have to get an A this draft. Matter of fact, they get an A+. And the crazy part is, for the first team I'm going over, an A-plus to start the day out, you Know. All right. Next, we got the New York Giants. You know, I think I love the Giants class, maybe a little bit more than a lot of people. But I think the consensus is still in regardless. I think people think this was a good class. You got Deontay Banks, John Michael Schmidt, Jalen Hyatt, Eric Gray, Trey Hawkins, the third Jordan Riley, Gervais Owens. So many things I love about it. Deontay Banks is your number one pick, though. You're getting a lot of speed. John Michael Schmidt, you're getting power filling the O-line like you need. Simply put, I mean, Dable showed us that he's the man. The regime is looking like it's on the up. When you get a draft class like this, plug it into a team that just made the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Daniel Jones is fresh on Reson. It looks like the Giants are going all the way in the right direction. I'm thinking for the Giants class, I'm giving them a B plus. All right, up next, we got the Washington Commanders. First class that per se I'm not feeling all the way. Not that it was a bad class or anything, but just, you know, in the meantime, Emmanuel Forbes, Jatavius Martin, Ricky Stromberg, Braden Daniels, KJ Henry, Chris Rodriguez Jr., and Andre Jones. Now, my thing with the Commanders class is more than anything, I feel like they didn't really fill anywhere near all their needs. You know, would have loved to see them get another tackle, tight end. Didn't do it. I love Emmanuel Forbes, but I feel like they took him a little early for when other corners were sitting on the board. I know they probably took him because his run defense, good press ability good ball skills. Love manual Forbes, but I don't know. I just feel like they reached out a little early. Just kind of feels like that was a lot of their picks where there was maybe a little bit more talent on the board and other areas where they kind of reached. But the commander's class right off the bat, I'm going to go C-. minus. All right, the Dallas Cowboys up next. Like I said to Hunter before we started, I feel like kind of love the Cowboys class a lot more than a lot of people. And that also just might be because I believe in Mozzie Smith. Cowboys needed a nose tackle. Probably exactly where they're gonna plug him in. He's already built for it. Good length. He moves well on the line. And you throw someone like him on the line with Micah Parsons creating disruption. I mean, it's exactly what the pick is for, but not just that. So Luke Schoonmaker, DeVarian Oversone, Falami Fajoko, Haseem Richards, Eric Scott Jr., Deuce Vaughn, and then Jalen Brooks. The Cowboys filled are basically, in my opinion, all their needs. Like I said, I love the Mozzie Smith pick. Love DeMarion Overstone, and then Deuce Vaughn too. I you know how to remember. As I was saying, Deuce Vaughn's been my guy for a while now. Seen him fall away the six rounds, crazy. We got to see his dad make the call to draft him. I'm thinking I'm going to give the Cowboys a B plus on this class. On to the AFC East. Got a lot of interesting drafts in this one. Let's get started. Kick it off here with the Miami Dolphins. Definitely an interesting class. So we got Cam Smith, Devante Shane, Elijah Higgins, and Ryan Haynes. Now obviously they got a small class, only four picks. But here's the thing: with these four picks, man, I love it. Especially the first two. Cam Smith, I thought was kind of getting underrated. Throughout the process, started falling down on the boards. Love Cam Smith thinks he'd be a great physical core in the league. a Shane, this has been my guy for a minute. Ever since he cooked LSU, oh man, it's been a while now. He knocked us straight out of the, our hopes for the bull game, and it was just him. Like, literally, his man ran for like 240 yards on us. I mean, just cooking us. It's one of those performances I'll always remember because LSU had solid run defense up to that point. Like Elijah Higgins and Ryan Haynes, good plug-in pieces. Dolphins, really didn't have a lot to work with. They did what they had to do, made good value picks. And the Dolphins are already a great roster. I'm looking at a draft tier where I'm gonna give him a B plus. The New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers getting there fresh. No. Jets fans are excited, you know, draft right afterwards. Probably like last week or two you guys have had. Will McDonald, Joe Titman, Carter Warren. I don't even want to butcher his name, but Israel A, Zaire Barnes, Jarek Bernard Converse, and then Zach Kuntz. This was a real solid class. I don't want to say it was amazing because there certainly was some value here. I might not agree with all the way myself. But again, for the way solid does things, I get it. You took one with You took the length. You took the explosiveness. You had to get some plugs to the low line, some defensive pieces. I'm gonna go B minus here for the Jets. I don't agree with it all. I kind of some of the value would not be for me all the way per se with other players that were still sitting on the board. I think B minus is fair. The New England Patriots. Now you talk about an interesting class. Well, I can guarantee you'd ask me. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I did not think Christian Gonzalez was falling as far as he did. Granted, in the mock that me and Connor did a few weeks ago on the show, Connor who said he was gonna fall to pick 16. A lot of you guys in the comments weren't feeling it that much. I'm just saying. Let's go over the class. You got Christian Gonzalez, Keon White, Marte Mupu, Jake Andrews, Chad Ryland, City So. I had to make sure I was reading this right. Anthony Mafi, Keyshawn Boutte, Bryce Baringer, Demario Douglas, Amir Speed, Isaiah Bolden. My two favorite picks out of this. And I'm a little bit of a homer on this one, too. But obviously, I love the Christian Gonzalez pick. But a pick I really do like, too. Keyshawn Boutte, for my boys over there at LSU. He didn't get the productivity that people thought he was going to have. He was a really high name prospect coming in. It never really panned out like LSU fans thought it was going to pan out. You know, LSU fans will still tell you. He's twitchy, quick, good with the ball in his hands. A little bit inconsistent, but you know, go to Belcheck. I think it's the perfect guy to get someone who's inconsistent to get consistent. It just seems like it could be a great little fit right here. And Patriots fans, you might love Kayshawn in a couple years. The class, feel like they could have covered a few more needs. feel like they reached on a few guys, but that's always how the Patriots feel. But with the value you got from Christian Gonzalez, Keyshawn, give you guys a B. The Buffalo Bills. I think you guys had a great draft. Again, one of those drafts where not a ton of draft capital. The Bills don't need it. Already got a really solid roster. Compete for that Lombardi baby. Let's go over the class. Dalton Kincaid, Osiris Torrance, Dorian Williams, Justin Shortner, Nick Brooker, Alex Austin. Dalton Kincaid's my favorite pick of this whole class, obviously. I was telling you guys potential future Hall of Famer. If Dalton Kincaid can stay healthy, man, he's gonna be tearing up linebackers' safeties for the longest time. Slot corners, you name it. Big, strong target, good hands. Love him. Could go on and on, but I'm not gonna. I love Osiris. Torrance in the second round, the him at 59. I thought he was going to be going 28, 29, 30, 31. So that's crazy. Rest of the class, rock solid. I feel like they filled about every need. Maybe you want to see them get someone on the interior that they didn't. But again, you don't have all the picks in the world. You got six picks with the six picks they had. I think they did a great job. I'm gonna go B plus, but I still love it. All right. So when we were at the draft live, me and Hunter were a little bit distraught when they traded away the pick where they could have taken Jalen Carter. But I sat on it. I pondered it. It was a great pick for a multitude of reasons. But the main thing is that, look, the Bears aren't trying to win football games. With their offense, protecting Justin, that's their number one asset. They want everyone to know. They want Justin to know. Most importantly, look, we're here to protect you. And again, with Jalen Carter, there is the risk there. Even though me personally, you know, I've been big on it. I don't think it's too much of a risk, but I get it. Especially when you're a franchise like the Bears. You got to hit on this pick. You got to keep the standard up. New regime, relatively new coach. And they want to keep the same standard going of bringing in young, hungry guys that are almost foolproof in terms of personality. I get it. They want to be safe. That's exactly what Darnell Wright is. And then you got Javon Dexter, Tyreek Stevenson, Zach Pickens, Roshan Johnson, Tyler Scott. Scott, Noah Sewell, Tyler Smith, Travis Bell, and Kendall Williamson. The Bears filled about every single need. Maybe what it's like to see him get an outside linebacker in there. It is what it is. I think the Bears absolutely killed this class. I was telling Hunter, a few guys that maybe Bears fans didn't like. Maybe they felt like they reached on the value. I love the interior guys they took person. I think they're going to be really good starters, rotational starters for a long time. I got to give the Bears an A- on this draft. All right, and on to the Green Bay Packers. start off the draft with Luke Van Ness. Interesting. Under Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft, Kobe Wooden, Sean Clifford, Dontavian Wicks, Carl Brooks, Andres Carlson, Carrington Valentine, Lou Nichols III, Anthony Johnson Jr., Grant DuBose. Huge class. The Packers filled a lot of needs. Luke Van Ness was the one guy I kind of felt was a lot of upside, but a lot of the floor could be low. So it wasn't the guy I really wanted on my team. When I saw one as early as he did to the Packers, we thought it was a little crazy. I don't really think I'm feeling the value on that one, but I love the day two picks. Uh, Shouts to Jaden. Reed, man, high school alumni over where I was from. So shouts to Jaden. Um, but regardless of all that, still, I think great picks in the late rounds, great late round value. So when you combine that second round to the seventh round value with a little bit of a reach in the first round, you get a little formula that <laughs> smells like uh, I'm going to give the Packers a B minus On to the Minnesota Vikings. Another team with not a lot of picks, but I think they did a real solid job with what they had. Starting off with Jordan Addison, Kai Blackman, Jay Ward, Jacqueline Roy, Jaron Hall, Dwayne McBride. Obviously, Jordan Addison is the highlight of the class. Question with me kind of was how far is Jordan Addison going to fall? Because at the beginning of the year, I thought there was no doubt Jordan Addison was going to be a top fifteen pick. I fell a little bit farther than that. Sounded like perhaps he was going to maybe fall to the really late first round, early second round. I was never buying it though. Here he is going a little bit earlier than I thought. I think my other favorite pick from this though was Kai Blackman because I know USC fans have been gassing him for a minute. I think he's going to make a good impact on the squad. Love Jacqueline Roy, too, LSU boy over there. I think Dwayne McBride in the 7th round are getting great value, too. Real solid class. Maybe not a ton of athleticism in the draft class. A lot of good sound football players. Said the Vikings are in that B minus territory as well. All right. And then the Detroit Lions. Took about a fun draft, though, man. They definitely gave us the most excitement, I would say. Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, the two that really got the media firestorm going with, was talking about the Lions draft class. Sam Laporta, Brian Branch, Hendon Hooker, Roderick Martin, Colby Scordstall, Antoine Green. So look, we already know the consensus. in the First round, the Lions, per se, reached a little bit. They reach, but it doesn't even feel that crazy because they feel like they were good picks. Good football players, real high ceiling football players. The Lions are a contender now. They let us know that. We didn't know this until the draft day, but the Lions for sure think they're contenders. Because you don't take an interior linebacker and a running back in the first round if you don't think you are. They wanted two feature all pros at that position. And if they end up hitting on that, well, then this draft class is going to look fantastic because the late round picks are just amazing. I got to give the Lions a B plus here. Reaching, but if they end up being what the Lions think they are, this draft class is going to be a home run. All right, on to the AFC North, kicking it off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're an a. Started off with Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, Darnell Washington, Nick Herberg, Corey Trice, Spencer Anderson. This is just an amazing class. Good value round one to round seven. And I think my favorite thing is they got a lot of guys, almost every guy later, except for Broderick, than they probably should have. They got a bunch of just mean, tough guys. They drafted Steelers. Come over and play Steelers football. Darnell Washington. You see the vision. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm kicking it. This is not an A. This is an A plus draft class. On to the Cincinnati Bengals. Starting off with Miles. Murphy, DJ Turner, Jordan Battle, Charlie Jones, Chase Brown, Andre Salvas, Brad Robbins, DJ Ivy. They drafted guys right where I feel like they should have been drafted. I love Miles Murphy. Got a great ceiling. But Jordan Battle is not going to be anybody's replacement right away. But you get a guy and play up top and play in the box, play some coverage, play run defense. They got a great versatile guy there in the third round. Got some speedsters in here. Got Charlie Jones. All in all, I think the Bengals did. They filled a lot of needs with good value. You put all that together. I'm thinking the Bengals are going to get a B plus. Baltimore Ravens, another one of these teams that came in with not a lot of picks. But you know what? They came in swinging. I like what they did. Started off with Zay Flowers, Trenton Simpson, Tavius Robinson, Kyle Blue Kelly. I don't want to butcher the six round picks name. I'm just going to put his name right here. And then Andrew Voorhees. And I love Zay Flowers. I feel like Zay Flowers was one of those guys who might look back in a few years and be like, how did he fall that far? Even though we didn't per se fall in the terms of on draft day, but you get my point. Ravens just got Lamar back. They're cooking. I'm taking this draft class as a B. Onto the Cleveland Browns. Browns did a solid job all in all. Let's take a look here. Got Cedric Tillman, Siaki Ika, Dewan Jones, Isaiah McGuire, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Cameron Mitchell, Luke Whippler. So my favorite picks from the Browns draft right here, it's got to be Dewan Jones, Dorian Thompson Robinson, and then Luke Whipler. Well, you're getting value like that in the third round down to the sixth round. To the floor for your drafts, it got to be a B minus. When you kick in how much that I'm rocking with Dewan Jones, I got to knock it up. I got I to give the Browns a B on this draft class. All right, let's move on down to the NFC South. Let's kick it off with my guys, the New Orleans Saints. Starting the draft class out here with Brian Brissi, Isaiah Foskey, Kendra Miller, Nick Saldaveri, Jake Hayner, Jordan Howden, A.T. Perry. Brian Percy high, high upside, injury chance as well. Foskey, love him. Lots of length, lots of upside. Love him for a second round pick. Kendra, DCU product. He said he wanted to challenge Alvin Kamara right away and try to come steal a job. Saldaveri, we need ourselves a tackle slash guard, whatever. We need someone to come in and just play and rotate. That's exactly what we're getting right here. Hayner, get us a backup. Howden, need ourselves a rotational guy. Bring him in. I can't believe A.T. Perry fell this far. Great value there. With what the Saints had available, what they did, I'm thinking I'm going to give us a B plus. Good value. I think we did about all we had to do. We're shorter at tight end trading, Troutman, but I think the Saints will figure it out. I think they got a contingency plan in place. The Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young, Jonathan Mingo, DJ Johnson, Chandler Zavala, Jamie Robinson. Outside of Bryce and Jonathan Mingo, I'm not really in love with the class at all. Panthers still have a lot of needs, but you go out and get a guy like Bryce. You know, I can't not your draft because I love Bryce. I think he's going to be a great great player for a long time. So you bring in the floor of having Bryce as the draft's number one pick, but then you combine everything else about the draft. I think I can't go any higher than a B minus for the Panthers. All right, on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Starting out the draft with Kalijah Kansi, Cody Mock, Yaya Diaby, Zervosha Dennis, Payne Terman, Josh Haynes, Trey Palmer, Jose Ramirez. At least rounds one through five, I loved. I think the Bucs absolutely killed. Round six, nothing crazy in there, but not bad picks either. Got good value. When you kill, rounds one, two, three. The floor for this draft is a B plus. And I didn't love the sixth round. So B plus is exactly where we're going to go. But again, Bucks fans, you got a great haul, a lot of good athletic D linemen. And that's the identity of the Bucs, rotating guys in and out. They're not going to miss a beat as far as that's concerned with this draft. Let me tell you that on to the Atlanta Falcons. I think Falcons fans might have loved this class. A lot of fans of the league might have loved this class. Me personally, with this class, the Falcons really didn't fill a ton of needs. You know, They took Bijan, fun pick. You're getting a future All-Pro-Future Hall of Fame type of guy, but again, is he going to be the reason the Falcons are going to win all their games? But you know, let me get into the class before I get into it anymore. You got Bijan, Matthew Bergeron, Zach Harrison, Clark Phillips, DeMarco Helams, Javon Gwynn. They just didn't fill enough needs for me. And again, the Falcons are not like already a world-beating team. They took Took the shot on the guy who has probably the highest floor of any prospect in the draft. But again, the position he plays, it's running back, and we know how much is he can be responsible for them winning games, especially in the playoffs. I don't really know how much. But this draft, I'm gonna give the Falcons a C. Onto the AFC South. Let's kick it off with the Indianapolis Colts. Start out their draft with Anthony Richardson, Julius Brents, Josh Downs, Blake Friedland, Adetanwa Adabare, Darius Rush, Daniel Scott, Will Mallory, Evan Hull, Titus Leo, Jalen Jones, Jake Witt. All in all, I feel like the Colts got a ton of value. They have one of my guys in this class been cheesing about A. Rich, A. Richie. I'm kind of already getting the nicknames going. Hopefully you guys are feeling them. They took the home run shot. The Colts got the guy at of this class, one of the highest ceilings by far. I think A. Rich landed in a great spot. I think this class is going to bode really well for the Colts in the future. I think they got a lot of good young talent in this class. I'm thinking an A-. minus Down to Houston with the Texans. Very, very interesting draft over here. C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Juice Scruggs, Nathaniel Dell, Dylan Horton, Henry Toto, Jarrett Patterson, Xavier Hutchinson, Brandon Hill. Trading and that first round or next year could really come back to bite him in the ass. That's the one thing about this right now. Everything looks good. Everything looks cool. And I do like this class. But next year rolls around if somehow the Texans find themselves drafting or should have been drafting number one again. Cardinals have that pick. Now that's going to look really bad. But, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they got a lot of talent here. And within these first four picks, my three guys here, CJ, Will and Nathaniel Dell. If you watch my the player ranking video, you remember who's my number five coming out of this class for receivers. Get him in the third round. Just fantastic value. Henry Toteau from Alabama. Jarrett Patterson from Notre Dame. I didn't think they were going to fall as far as he did, fifth, sixth round. I didn't think this draft garden is a B plus. Right onto the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had a boatload of picks: Anton Harrison, Brenton Strange, Tank Bigsby, Ventrell Miller, Tyler Lacey, Yasir Abdullah, Antonio Johnson, Parker Washington, Christian Braswell, Eric the II, Cooper Hodges, Raymond Vashek, Derek Parrish. And I don't want to say reach, but I didn't agree with the value as much. Where I feel like there's, per se, better players on the board. I also do get what they were trying to do. I feel like with Anton Harrison, you're getting one of the most pro ready tackles again. And you just need someone to pass pro for Trevor Lawrence. That's exactly what he's going to come in and do. So I love him in the first round. You know, rounds two through seven, not exactly per se my cup of tea with a lot of the picks. but That doesn't mean it was a bad draft because, again, they did fill almost every need they had. I think I'm going to keep him at B minus, but I do love the Anton Harrison pick. All right. On to the Tennessee Titans, who surely had a very interesting draft. Starting off with Peter Skoronsky, Will Levis, J Spears, Josh Wiley, Jalen Duncan, Colton Dowell. The Titans had a real good draft. Will Levis, huge question mark. But getting him in the second round, I think that's great. Value because everyone thought he was going to be a first round player. If I'm understanding correctly, there was a 99.5% chance, according to ESPN's calculator or some shit, that he was going to be selected by the end of the first round. Obviously, it wasn't the case. So, very slim chance that he wasn't. And here we are. Titans took the risk. He got a low floor, high upside. For a team like Titans that has like basically nothing going on, starting a whole new regime, that's exactly what you're looking for. You're looking for a home run guy, and he could totally be that. Regardless, though, rush to the class. I love Skronsky. Safest O lineman. It's just a question of is he a tackle? Or is he a guard? Probably playing guard. Home run pick right here because you needed value. You're getting value. Tajay Spears. Josh Wiley, good value there in the fourth round. Round, Jalen Duncan too. I love this draft class. I got to give him a B plus. I was feeling like maybe the A minus was right there, but then I compared it to some other classes that I gave the A's to. But B plus, you're right there in good range, Titans fans. Kicking it over to the NFC West, starting out with the Arizona Cardinals. Paris Johnson Jr., B.J. Ogilari, Garrett Williams, Michael Wilson, John Gaines, Clayton Toon, Owen Popo Keltrell Clark, Dante Stills. The Cardinals killed this draft. It was just kind of funny because I don't think I expected to say that. I don't think I expected to say the Cardinals were going crazy anything you know? recently. The history the Cardinals have had recently. What? New regime coming and showing us that they mean business. They secured a bunch of picks next year's draft, moved down, still get the guy you want to have because we know the Cardinals wanted Paris Johnson. They're starting to listen to Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray's done giving them future all pro pro bowl tackles and having him pass on him. I don't know if this was a thing. If you're curious, look it up. Kyler Murray basically had been telling the Cardinals past few drafts who to take and they had been old linemen. I'm not mistaken, almost everybody that he's wanted has become at least a pro bowler once. I don't remember each name. Go ahead. Look this up if you're curious. It was very interesting. Great pick there because you got Kyler his guy. Bija Ojolari. You know my guy, LSU. Love it right there. A little overdrafted, but I think you're getting a good safe floor. Love Garrett Williams too. Clayton Toon, Owen Popo. Like, this is a great class. They got a ton of value for next year. When you pile all that together, I have to give the Cardinals an A. All right, on to the Los Angeles Rams. We had a lot of picks. Not in the first round, but a lot of picks. Steve Avila, Byron Young, Kobe Turner, Stetson Bennett, Nick Hampton, Warren McClendon, Davis Allen, Puka Nakua, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson, O'Shan Mathis, Zach Evans, Ethan Evans, Jason Taylor II, Deshaun Johnson. This was one of those classes, like I was saying about a few others, yeah, a lot of late round value, a lot of interesting picks here, especially this Stetson Bennett pick went so much earlier than a lot of people thought. I don't think they did anything crazy. It took a lot of guys high floors for the round they were drafted in. I can't give them anything lower than a B minus either, which is exactly where I think I'm going to pencil in here. Onto a fun draft here from the Seattle Seahawks. Devin Witherspoon, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Derek Hall, Zach Charbonnet, Anthony Bradford, Cameron Young, Mike Morris, Olskan Altuami, Jarek Reed II, Kenny. McIntosh. I mean, the Seahawks just absolutely killed this draft. There's just no other way to put it. Value from top to bottom. Even Kenny McIntosh in the seventh round. I did not think Kenny McIntosh was going to fall as far as he did. There he was in the seventh round. Two-time national champion. Devin Witherspoon went a little earlier than a lot of people thought. Doesn't matter. Future All-Pro Corner, future Pro Bowl Corner. You might think I'm crazy. You won a couple years. years. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jake, but as far back as they got him to, some people thought he was going to go top 15. I was in that boat too, where it was like, sure, somebody's going to take the chance a little earlier than, you know, the injury last year allowed him to play. But sure enough, 20th overall, Seahawks rebuilding that legion of Boom. It's kind of crazy. I would be a fool not to give them A minus on this draft class. Right on to the San Francisco 49ers. Jair Brown, Jake Moody, Cameron Latu, Darrell Luther Jr., Robert Beal Jr., D. Winters, Braden Willis, Ronnie Bell, Jalen Graham. I'm not really, per se, feeling this class all that much. Value on the board at certain picks where I feel like they took guys that I just wouldn't be taking in those positions, as well as the kicker in the third round is kind of uh, an anomaly, per se. Just a lot of things about this draft that I don't agree with however you know the Niners have proved they're an elite organization they're doing things the way they want to do them and you know what I can't knock the class regardless I can't let that affect the decision of what I'm thinking right here this year I gotta give the Niners a C All right, let's move over to the AFC West here. Kicking it off with the Denver Broncos. Not really many picks here. Starting off with Marvin Mims, Drew Sanders, Riley Moss, JL Skinner, Alex Forsythe. Again, with five picks, really the question is how much can you do with it? I don't want to say five game changers, but five guys that can certainly come in and play for the Broncos. Marvin Mims, deep threat from day one. Drew Sanders could be wrecking the game from day one. Again, the Broncos rotating linebackers. I love them in there. And then JL Skinner too. A little bit underrated throughout the process. I like JL Skinner a lot. Broncos got some guys in here that are going to come in play sooner than later, and make an impact. You know, not anything crazy in it. For all the Broncos had and all they could do, I'm thinking the Broncos get a B- minus for this year's draft class. On to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm thinking I like this class a lot. Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer, Byron Young, Trey Tucker, Ja'Korian Bennett, Aiden O'Connell, Christopher Smith, Amari Bernie, Nesta Jade Silvera. Just a lot of good value here. Love rounds one through three. Aiden O'Connell two in the fourth round. Good backup value. Yeah, and Tyree, with your early pick, you got such a high upside. Yeah, I love this class from the Raiders. I don't love him enough to give him an A, but I definitely love him enough to give him an A minus. All right, onto the Los Angeles Chargers, who are one of the few, if not maybe, I have to fact check myself here, but the only team with only one pick in you know, each round here. So just a nice, well rounded draft. Got my boy Quentin Johnston, Tuli Tulipota, Deion Henley, Darius Davis, Jordan McFadden, Scott Malik, and Max Duggan. Some things I would have done different. Again, Chargers, one of those teams where they're already in a really good position. They already have a lot of things built around. I love Quentin Johnston enough for the value they got him at. Where the floor of this grade can't be too low. Max Duggan in the seventh round. Interesting. I know his pro ceiling is not that high as what he was doing in college. I'm even a little biased. I like Max Duggan. I'm, I'm happy to see him go somewhere in this draft. I'm going to go B minus. Closing it out, ironically enough, with the Super Bowl champs here. Starting off with Felix Anadike Uzama, Rasheed Rice, Wanya Morris, Shamari Conner, BJ Thompson, Keandre Coburn, and then Nick Jones. Very interesting class here. Maybe not the biggest names, but I think they got good value in a lot of picks here. Especially Wanya Morris, third round. Love the pick so much. Fits in so well with the Chiefs. Rasheed Rice too. Maybe not going to get a ton of volume right away. Promise you guys. Over time. He's going to be a name you're going to see popping up over and over and over. Holmes is going to hit him. I promise you. Mahomes is going to hit Rasheed Rice plenty of times. can yeah, might happen right away. Give the connection time to develop. It's going to be crazy. I think Wani Morris is my favorite pick in this class. But again, when your third round pick is my favorite pick, you probably did have a good draft because I like the first round pick and the second round pick also. Thinking for the Chiefs, I'm going to give him a B plus. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We appreciate you showing support. Drop a like and a comment. Subscribe to the channel so much to us and you have a great rest of your day.